thanks for tuning in to Caffeine and Cardboard, where you can get your weekly dose of board games in about the amount of time it takes to drink a cup of coffee. We are here uh, with our friend Matt that we play games with. Um, Matt is an official playtester for the game Unmatched, and this is going to be our first official interview on the show, and we're really excited. Matt, thanks for joining us. I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm really happy to have Matt Rodney and give him this opportunity to come and uh, be on the show, so yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, Matt and I uh, met in a parking lot. (laughs) This sounds, yeah, Uh, shady as can be. (laughs) what, like Search for Planet X or something? I think it was Planet X, and then I made an offhand comment of like, hey, do you play Marvel Champions? And We sat in that. We we talked for a while, didn't we? Yeah, Yeah. we talked for 15 minutes. (laughs) It was a story about Matt is um, I was in uh, we were at our boss's house our boss's house that's right and the first time first time even I played games right first time uh, and you invite me yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's crazy Rodney invited Matt to Anthony's house Matt shows up to a place where he knows nobody. Nobody. Just kind of like opens the garage screen door and is like, is this? Is it at the right house? Games yeah. here? <laughs> like, it's like yeah. a speakeasy, you know? I'm yeah. hoping for the right password yeah, to exactly. get in. That's exactly what was going on. It's finding the underground game scene. It's right. great. Love it. Well, you mentioned that we played games with Matt. We have gotten to a few times and uh, quite recently, like minutes ago. Literally. Yes, minutes, minutes ago. ago. Uh, Matt, what game did you bring us tonight? We already know. We played, but tell the tell, tell America. I brought over... Tell America. <laughs> yeah. I brought over Cuphead. Tell West Michigan. Yeah, tell <laughs> West Michigan, the five other people listening. Uh, I brought over Cuphead, which is a real-time dice roller. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm on a kick lately of these real-time dice rollers, and I really appreciate being able to play with you guys uh, mm-hmm. i'll give a quick background of the game give me 30 seconds yeah i don't know if i can do it in 60 seconds oh like yeah did, give an espresso but, uh, espresso explanation. review <laughs> but i will definitely do it in 30 seconds here it's a real-time dice roll it's a boss battler so uh, we all went up cooperatively against a boss and there are usually three maybe four cards that we have to match symbols on so we're rolling six dice trying to match those symbols and if we do we are blocking Mm -hmm. and then if we're getting a very specific symbol the finger we're doing damage back to the boss and we have to do that in 20 seconds which was the easy mode yeah 15's medium and 10 is hard i don't see how you could do it in 10 it was kind of easy we, we did moments, win, but we I did think win. The it was first kind boss. of hyped up though as a really hard thing. It was. So I we went see into. 10 seconds. I cannot see ten seconds at all. We went into it with the expectation that it was going to be really hard. We did. Yeah. Yep. So if you're uh, 15, listening, maybe like a sweet spot. Fifteen thing. could be mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yep. If you're listening, you're kind of like Cuphead. Is that like the video game? It is exactly it what is. that yep. is. That's the IP. Yeah. Uh, that's all the characters and and everything. So. I was the only one who had played the video game. Uh, it was it was fun, and it got some of that frantic sort of it did energy of like ah, I'm gonna die. Um, what do you think of like the packaging and the components oh, it's, and everything? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yep, it's game. A great the game. dice are great. Uh, even your player board, which doesn't have to be as nice doesn't as it have is, to be. but it's 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 good. It's a great game. I would have thought a Kickstarter even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it really they did a good job and a decent price point. So yeah. In fact, totally. uh, we're gonna start off here. We're just jumping right in. If you're familiar with the podcast, a segment that we do sometimes is who'd play that. That's right. We have five categories. Always looking for ideas for other categories. Oh, maybe yeah. too. If that's five something. is good. I like your five. But mm-hmm. we have, uh, you know, would your spouse play it? Some of these, we know are subjective. We yeah, know and we say spouse, but I think the the right term is like, would you play this with one other person that you're really close yeah, to? Like, it, would you play this yeah. with your partner or a maybe partner, yeah. a, your best roommate. friend, roommate? Yeah, roommate. Yeah, there you go. It could is be this your sibling, a good right? Like, do, like, I used to, 
when I would go home for family things, I had one exactly one of my two brothers who would play a game, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, if is something like that. So we'll use spouse as the stand-in. Uh, we say your parents, and that's very different for different other very people. Different. Yes, right. <laughs> but uh, in our experience, we get parents who. We'll try a game here and there, but yeah, I'll, you know. I'll, I I know what game my parents will play. So yeah, yeah I, I, I what, what game will your parents play? Uh, I introduced to them last weekend to For Sale. Oh, I'm familiar with okay, For Sale, yeah, yeah. that two stage bidding auction, and love then it. selling. They loved it. They, wow, I, great! I, in Twenty minute game. You can explain it in five to ten minutes, and that's yeah. about all they care about. You know, and so we played four or five games last weekend on Memorial Day. That's awesome. And my awesome, mom yeah. kicked my butt five out of six times. That's she won wow. five out of six, and I'm sitting there going. These games, I'm not good at auction bidding. Apparently, I'm <laughs> terrible at auction bidding and selling. My mom, because at first I'm like, oh, there's a little bit of luck, but there's skill. Yeah. My mom wins again, and then she wins again. What does your mom do for a living? Is that connected to this at all? Well, she's a nurse, so no, oh, no, okay. no, I was gonna not say, at real all. Real estate agent, yeah, real estate agent would at least be a play. My dad's a you know, was a salesman doing F and I for um, four. Did he win the six out of the five? He did. Yeah, and I got last. Every single time. <laughs> but you know what we said, and you were actually in the basement when we were finishing that one podcast. Mm-hmm. Like yes. Best mechanisms to get a beginner in. And we said auction, auction and bidding, bidding, not because it's always so simple, but it's because it's a thing that people do in They real understand life. it. Yeah. yeah they like, they oh, know I how it works. It. I if get I, it. You know, if I do this, then you do this. Yeah, that's a exactly. concept that games took from life. It's not like they invented No, they did not. Thing. Yeah, like deck building. Right. You know, there's no, <laughs> that's right. there's no real life. You know what I do every day? I go to work and I... Except for literally. Hope to cull my building. No, that's true. Building a deck. That's very true. True. Very expensive right now, <laughs> totally but you're right. Different, Carpentry. different thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's very different right now. You are so, Anyways, so we there's are spouse, doing, yeah. there's parent, there's beginner, just a, a straight up. If we were trying to introduce, introduce, to games, yep. There's we say your cool friends, which is just sort of like, hey, they're cool with games, but they're also maybe a little too cool for some games. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. Intermediates, and then you've got gamers. Gamers. Yep. Connor and I had the conversation recently. We might not be being strict enough with gamers. We've said so far that gamers will play anything. No, they so, will not. So we need to no. get a little more like in the mind of it's no. kind of like your snobby gamer. No, no, I get because you know, you're right. Is your snobby gamer gonna play Azul? Are they gonna pay a ticket to ride? You know what? You know what? Let's, so I mean, let's start here. Would a snobby gamer play? Uh, would they be drawn to Cup of the Dice Game? I don't know. Ooh. Kind of the fanfare of it might be enough in the like geek nerd realm of yep. like cuphead to draw yeah. in a gamer but it might be too niche it might for be. all gamers i think if someone is going into it just for the board game of it all i don't think a gamer is interested in this i think they want to spend their time crunching their brain a little more i think mm-hmm. gamer i think euro gamer right i think yeah. long two three hour games that's my idea of a gamer so setting cu- up an engine a strategy. yeah a strategy this is a quick um fix this is a a high for 20 seconds and then you're down on the next cards Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of there's quick decision making but there's not a lot of strategy per se or a little bit uh so i'd say gamer no probably no probably probably no they're probably out for me for me it's a no on a game again generic gamers yes our friend jake will play any game yep yep he wants to play seafall sorry jake if you're listening we're not gonna play seafall that's too- uh, Rodney sold it. <laughs> no, he has it, and we're, we're not playing it. Um, so let's, we'll work backwards then. Cool friends? I think yeah. cool friends. I think so cool friends are in on It's got an it. experience. It too, does. It right? does. So yep. you're sitting around, having some beers, or just you've had a game night. People are like, yeah, they're let's here for it. fun. This game has fun. It, yeah. it does. Moments, it's got fun. 
It's got a lot of fun. Crazy things are happening, right? You're rolling uh-huh. dice. People are they're falling off the table because people can't roll them correctly, <laughs> yeah, like myself. Yeah, game. you've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> and so you're just like, forget it, and you're going through. The rules are simple mm-hmm. enough that a cool friend can understand it. Yeah. This game hits that nice five to ten minute teach. Totally. You guys actually watched the video before, so I think our teach was like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. fast. So I think the one of the big considerations with beginners and cool friends is like, can we move on from this game pretty quickly? Like, can yes. we teach it? play it, wrap it up, and then move on to the next yeah. thing in enough time. Yeah, what would you say to that, Matt? Yeah, I would completely agree. We did that. I got here at 8.30. It's 9.30 right now in an hour, and we played the first boss, and it was great. And we yeah. had a good and time even with shorter it. than this, right? We right. Yeah. The yeah, you set everything up. Maybe 40 minutes to go yeah, through Yeah, 40 minutes, and, that keep, and it keeps your attention for a good 40 minutes. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. It does what it needs to do, and it gets out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If we... Uh, weren't recording tonight if we were just here to play games i would have i would play another boss yeah, yeah i would have played another boss like, for go, sure yeah let's go. go let's go to the second let's um, let's buy some items let's upgrade let's go mm-hmm. so you kind of wrapped it into beginners i think uh this could be really fun to get it you gotta know your, we always say you gotta know your mm-hmm. yeah, i know your beginner uh but this is not gonna have a high rules overhead uh they're not gonna say the the faded words that most beginners say when i teach them a game which mm-hmm. is i have no idea what's going on like right. nope it's gonna be a straightforward rules teach if it's someone who is just you know, prone to anxiety, maybe don't play a real-time <laughs> game with them in general, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think this game can work for beginners. I think it, like, teeters on this edge, though, because the factor of it was, like, when none of us had ever played it before. No. And we came into it with the expectation from other reviewers and people who had played through it that it's really hard. Yes. Yeah. And so we did we're gamers. Yep. And so we we're in for a hard game. Yeah, yeah. Bring it. And a beginner is like, if that's too intimidating, I don't know. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of is walking this line for me. But I think the, the hard that you're referring to is the difficulty of just beating the game. It's not the difficulty of understanding what you're doing in the game. But the intimidation factor is the... The chaos of yeah, the dice, 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 chaos. dice, rolling yep. off the table, sure. pick it yep. up. Do I have the right symbol? Yep. Ah, sure. Yeah. That whole thing. No, but it, to your point, Connor, um, this is easier to teach than say, oh, I don't know, root, for example, for a beginner. <laughs> <laughs> Matt has all the callbacks. That's he's, right. a, he's a great guest. Um, so, so let's do just because we have a lot uh, we want we to get lot. to. Yep. Let's do a, a just kind of a, a yes or no on yep. parent and spouse. Are your parents playing this? They might. Are your parents playing this? No. My parents, it's going to become a theme that my parents are probably not playing much of it. Unless we, you know, yep. add euchre to the mix. Uh-huh. Uh, my spouse, maybe. I'm going to go with a maybe. Is your spouse playing this? Yeah. Spouse? Yes. That's yeah. what I bought it for was my spouse. Cool. So I'm hoping that's where we I think it. so. Yep. It'd be fun too. With, so there is like that campaign element of it too. There is. Yep. Like, Hey, let's uh, do another round of Cuphead tonight. Yep. 40 minutes. Here's uh-huh. the score sheet. Move on. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm for great sure. buy. No regrets. Yeah, you will awesome. not see it in Facebook Marketplace for a while. <laughs> um, so we're gonna move in just a little bit. We we Connor and I had this idea that we wanted to just interview some people because even though we're just some guys that love games, through that we've gotten to know some yes. people who who get to like have these these interesting uh, roles in, mm-hmm. in the gaming world. And so when I found out that you um you know you love games mm-hmm. we talked about a lot of things we talked about a lot of marvel champions but then when i found out that you actually are an official play tester for unmatched which yes. i did sell my lot i know i was sad to see that go but i really i love that game it, it is was a great one of those game. where it like held value you will yeah. have you on maybe for our topic on selling you know, oh i would buying, love to do the selling somewhere. podcast i am a big fan <laughs> um, of that but you know it retains its value but it's so much fun i've had fun every time i played unmatched yes 
And, but, you know, more than that, right, you know, Connor, you can speak to a little bit, like, mm-hmm. you are in the midst of designing a game. We haven't really talked about that very much, but okay. the playtesting process is one that we, we, like, when you first get into games, we're thinking, like, oh, games are so fun. There's all these different kinds of games. And then you kind of learn more about, like, sort of the, what goes into Yeah, there's a, a game lot that goes a, into a game. From an idea to... to On your table. Your, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the playtesting is a huge part of that. You can speak to a little yeah. bit to what, you know, yeah, interests for you sure. about this subject. So so I am designing a game and I have plenty of ideas rolling around in my head, but this is the first time a few weeks ago that Rodney and I and a couple of our other friends sat down and play tested it for the first time. It was the first time I had gotten any components together, oh, cards, no. printed okay. stuff out. Right. This idea lived in my head for about a year and a half and I would type stuff and I did some like messed around with some artwork and um, getting it on the table was this experience. And again, this is a game, you know, I'm in the very beginning stages of play testing sure. versus a game like Unmatched uh, with a big published. publisher yep. with these IP sort yes. of associations with it. And it's getting thousands of playtests. It is getting a lot of for play sure. Tests. And so, yep. just like the difference, like where I'm at in the process is maybe, you know, ten percent of the way through. Maybe yeah. not even five percent yeah. of the way yeah. through. Yeah. Just starting that first playtest. Yep. Um, compared to where you're at with when unmatched. you're playtesting unmatched, what stage of the process do you think it is in before like that part of the yeah. game comes? Well, out? you know what? We're yep. gonna have a lot of playtest questions for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I, true. Here's where I want to start. Yeah. Where do you want to start? I want to start with just. Hello, Matt. Hi. <laughs> How did you come to love games? There you go. How did, okay, so I got a... So played it when I was younger, right? Like we all did, right? But mm. I dropped out of the hobby for a long time. Mm. I was watching... Pick, I remember this. I was watching Pickers. Are you familiar with the show on the yeah, History yeah, Channel? American Pickers, yeah, yeah, American Pickers. Two guys go around, they, they look at people's collections, and they find things in their people's collections. And I realized I was watching that, I'm like, I don't have a collection. Of anything. Of anything. Yeah. I had no collection of anything. And I didn't want just a collection to look at. I want a collection that I could interact Engage with. Engage with, yeah. And I thought board mm. games, you know, I used to I used to play oh let me think back, you know, oh I used to play Heroes Quest back when I was a kid, you know, I used to really like that game. And so then I started looking online and I realized that Heroes Quest, oh it's out of print, really hard to get. Oh, wait, what's this? Zombie side black plague. What's cooperative play mm-hmm. that you're playing against together to beat a game? And that's how my I dove into the hobby and what is Kickstarter? What is Simon? You know, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, the door opens the same thing, and actually, yeah. it turns out Simon and Kickstarter. Yeah, I know. I found the same thing, you know, by searching that. Yeah, that's a great point. So no, I, so that's how my journey started, and from there it was just head over heels, fell yeah. into it, and now I'm as deep into it as probably anybody else. Wouldn't you mm. say just a general gaming thing, right? Uh, people will. We have friends who want to like support this podcast. They don't, they don't really care about games. I think sometimes people look at this and and they're like, "Oh, it's a board game." So the podcast is really just about board. That's games. it. Oh, that's, think, all, that's it. I think people cardboard. Yeah, they, they can't understand exactly how someone gets there. But when you when you a game hooks you like that, there's like this uh, uh, compounding growth, yeah. right? Where it's like. Because I learned about this game, then I learned about this game. Then I learned, I learned about this game. game. And then all of a sudden, like the more games you play, the more games mm-hmm. you play. Well, and I think you, and I, I think all of us probably are the same way. I want to share this experience with people. Yes. That is my biggest thing. So I'm yes. always like, hey, bring on over friends. I want to show you the zombie side game. Oh, okay. It doesn't work for you. All right. Let me find a different one. Yeah. Like, I'll spend money to get you over here to have a good time. 
and yeah. we're going to play this game. 100%. That's the whole genesis of who would play that, the segment that we did at the beginning, is yeah. like, yeah. how do we get more people to play games, and how do we categorize these games in a way that's like beneficial socially? Because yeah. we don't want to just have a, does that game suck, or is that game <laughs> right. conversation? Because <laughs> right. those exist everywhere. They do. We want to have conversations about fit. Right. Some games Where does suck. this get? Yeah, some games do suck. They, <laughs> right. they, 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 this slide out gets sold, and mm. you know we're never going to play them again. But yeah, yeah. it's... Who am I buying this game for? Who am I going to yes. play it with? And who's going to enjoy it? That's yes. I think you and I probably do the same decision. Or can I make money on this game and sell it? Get more games anyway. Yeah. Nah, whatever. We'll worry about that later. Wrong, wrong podcast. Uh, but <laughs> that's a good a good segue, though, to the idea of a game sucking or not sucking, right? That's where playtesting is a big part of that. Playtesting I'm big. curious, how did you actually get into playtesting? So, yeah, great. Uh, so I was following uh, Justin Jacobs from Restoration yep. Games yep. on Twitter. Um, really? Was, he's really active on he's BGG very, too. Yeah, he's very active on, yeah, he's active on Twitter. He's active on BGG. He does a great job. And it was, I've been, I went back and looked. It's got to be like almost two and a half years ago. Okay. They were asking for playtesters for a match. So I just signed up. And then you get on their email list and then they start sending you just, and it's been a lot. So I have been playtesting for them since Cobble and Fog. Okay. That was my first set wow. that I playtested. I okay. playtested Rob, I playtested Little Red Riding Hood and Beowulf. I play tested, so I've pretty much play tested everything since then. I volume two, play tested all of those characters, um, and it's really what I love about the play testing because um, my buddy and I play unmatched together every Tuesday night over Facetime. Okay, because mm. unmatched is a great Facetime game. You know, yeah. it's, I own all the components, and he just has cards he prints off, right? Okay. And so I will, I own everything, and so I'm like, you know, one, two, three, display our card. Great way to play the game. Sure. Okay, and. What I love about the playtesting part is him and I then have a dialogue the next morning mm. about the game, about the match, what we thought about the cards. And so there's a lot of good feedback on that. But yeah. to watch the evolution of these characters, of what they start from beta to what they end up published in your hands is so cool because some of them don't change much. Sherlock mm. Holmes, I think from the beta to the actual production, very little change. Okay. A very so he felt overpowered right from the start. He did. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. And he is. Hold on. <laughs> Let's talk about the T-Rex because this is extremely. So this is the first time you talked to me about being a playtester was you were like, I yes. have been, I've seen the T-Rex and you, and you didn't give away a lot. Right. You were just kind of like, I sure hope they change some things. She was nasty, undefeatable. So we actually ran her through a gauntlet, okay, in our actual, we did a, you know, double elimination tournament with all the unmatched characters at the time against the beta T-Rex. She didn't lose one match. Wow. Undefeated. She was truly unmatched. Truly was unmatched. She was unstoppable. <laughs> Unmatchable. Um, and we found this out during our playtest, and this is probably a good transition, the cards I brought here. Um, Ooh, yeah, I actually yeah. brought beta cards for the T-Rex, just so you can see kind of the difference. So there mm -hmm. was the beta T-Rex, and we'll just start out with a couple, like some couple huge changes here. So in the beta T-Rex, everything is the same. This is actually the second version of the beta. Movement's the same. They knocked her hit points down by three, okay? Mm -hmm. The biggest thing they did to her, to nerf her, was at the end of her turn, she has to draw a card. Oh, so if you're not familiar with Unmatched, right? If you yeah, so we should explain deck, Unmatched a little bit. Yeah, yep, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, Yeah. so Unmatched is a card you're going to have a custom deck uh, for your character. It's, you know, some very highly thematic type character. You get Bruce Lee and Little Red Riding Hood and Bigfoot and all these different characters. Yep. Um, but all what they all do have in common is... Once you get to the end of your deck, there is no, like, in a lot of games, got to the end of my deck, let me reshuffle it. Reshuffle. Yeah. You no. don't do that. Mm -hmm. And you lose, is it two? Two hit points every yeah. time you have to draw a card. And there's okay. one of your basic actions in the game is to move. Maneuver, yes. And draw a card. Correct, mm -hmm. yes. Which a lot of times, super, super great for you. But when you get a to the end of your great. deck, you have to move, right, yep. to get away from people. 
But if you can't draw that card, which is a mandatory part of that action, yeah. you're taking damage. One of the greatest design yeah. things they did um, was put in that exhaustion rule, where if you run out of your deck, you got to take two. So you cannot stall this game out. You yeah. cannot just sit in a corner and do nothing. You need to do something. You need to be actively attacking. You need to be actively, yeah. there's Sherlock throwing down themes left and right, you know mm. I mean? But that is one of the great design things. So they had this card out here and they as you can see here when they went with production they at the end of the turn draw a card so that was nice but my personal one that i like to say is i like this card right here that i will take I, i'm not i'm not silly i'm not going to say that i'm the only one that had <laughs> right, this right 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 i'm not the only one that found this issue and said it was a problem this is called 65 million years of gut instinct okay it is a scheme card now a scheme card in unmatches you can play it at any time you don't have to attack a character you don't have to defend i can just play it and what it does is it allows me to choose a card in my discard pile and add it to my hand. Hmm. Bottom right-hand corner, there are three copies of this card. Mm -hmm. You get one in your discard pile, and then you get this card, and then you just cycle it in infinitely. Yeah. And you never have to move, and you ne your entire turn is just cycling these two cards. So now you have a 30-hit point character that's not moving anywhere on the board and can continuously cycle, and you have to go fight her <laughs> instead of her coming to you? Yeah. is scary. Yeah. You know, and and it was That's really cool. So we brought that up, and we're like, "This is broken. You can just sit in a corner, not do anything, continuously draw yeah. these two cards, and you have to come fight her with thirty hit points and math." Like, hence why she was undefeated in our yeah. beta testing. Yeah. So this is the published version. Uh, oh my gosh, I brought the wrong card. I hate oh myself. No! Oh no. Sorry. Okay, so the published version. Oh, it's not on camera. It's not on so camera. Okay. There's no. I will pretend. Proof. That this is real. But basically, the published version says 65 million years of gut instinct. It says, you cannot choose this card in your discard pile. It uh, literally yeah. states, do not pick this card up. Okay. So that is what, that's what playtesters do. Because, I mean, you think about it. They were ready to push this out for playtesting. Mm -hmm. Nobody picked it up. And yeah. so the playtesters at that time, which was a smaller group, because Unmatch was smaller two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, my, that's the interesting thing, too, about the T-Rex that I find interesting. They published... Um, the Raptors, and they publish Muldoon. And this is all Jurassic Park. This is all Jurassic yeah, Park yeah. IP, right? Mm -hmm. They were able to publish that. I don't know. You'd have to go back. Maybe a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah. T-Rex and um, Sattler is also Jurassic Park IP. But it just came out. It was in, for some reason, I don't know if the IP, like their license lapsed. Yeah, you never and know. And they had to renew like it. You right? don't know how all that works. But this thing was play tested almost two and a half years ago. So I've been waiting a long time to see wow. this baby come out yeah. to see where it was going to be. That's awesome. So yeah, I, I love the, the community on it's good. The feedback, Justin at the time, they turned it over to a guy named Brian now. Justin at the time would actually personally reply to your emails. Yeah. So Dang, I wrote him awesome. and said, you know, look at this. And I could probably go dig up the email where he's like, yeah, we kind of saw that was a problem, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's, that kind of leads us into another question is like play testing lends to this, like almost like analytic brain yes. where and not, but, but it's, it's removed from, you're not immersed in the game. You're, no, you're, you're seeing, outside you're the game. This, now. This, this you're immersed in sexy the, version. Of you the see the engine, like, right. Yeah. Without all the beautiful, yeah. totally you know, abstracted. Yes. Totally abstracted. You're not immersed in the game. You're immersed in the design. And yes. You're figuring out you're, it's a puzzle for you. Right? It is. A, you're it trying is a to figure out this doesn't work for some reason, it, but how can I make it work? And so we can imagine that in just playing games normally that that lends maybe to, yeah. Do you, do you ever find yourself having, uh, play tester brain when you're just playing a casual. I tried. And is that helpful? Is it helpful to have play tester brain like as far as strategy goes? So I try to turn off play tester brain. I really mm -hmm. do and just try to enjoy the game in front of me and what it is. Now, if I'm gaming with you guys, 
I may crank it up, right? Because I may, I want to beat you guys, right? So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, let's look at this. How does this actually work? How can I break the for game? Sure. And how can I make it work for me? So, right. you know, I'm looking for that broken card in Wingspan that, you know, I can just manipulate eggs left and right out of, you know? I mean, the Raven. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Chihuahuan Raven. Yeah. So, any, so no, most of the time I turn it off, though, because I am just looking to have a good time when I play games. Mm-hmm. But when I, you're right. When we are, when my buddy and I are playtesting decks, we're, we're playing the game, but almost instantly after we play the card, we're, we're kind of going, okay, what would you do? Is this too overpowered? Did that hurt too much? What can make this difference? What card counters this? Is there anything in the game? Mm-hmm. You know, should this be an immediate effect or during combat? Or I mean, You're yeah. constantly thinking feedback. I know them for Restoration Games are looking for more metadata in terms of what's the win-loss ratio? Mm-hmm. Did, is this character too high? Is it like, right. is it 60, 70%? It was Medusa for a while. It was yeah. Medusa, it was Bigfoot for a while until mm-hmm. Song Wukong came along and just shut him down, you know? But they have so many characters now that the rock, paper, scissors game is no longer that. It's rock, paper, scissors, grenade, aircraft, clarity. I mean, there's so <laughs> many ways now with Unmatched. But yeah. they still, what I love too, and I can't talk about half the stuff they're doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're still going to do more stuff with IP. You know, obviously, I think yeah. everybody kind of knows that. Yeah. Uh, they also did a, um, I don't know, did you see the one where they actually did the uh, people submit decks? I was going to ask if yes. you play-tested mm. Shakespeare. No. Oh, I have awesome. not play-tested Shakespeare. I've play-tested awesome. Houdini and the Genie. And the Genie. Yep, I've done Houdini. And the, they haven't sent out Shakespeare. Wait, Houdini and the, the Genie, by the way, great band name, I call it. Oh, go for it. Yep. <laughs> trademark. This, isn't, Shoot, this trademark. isn't a combo deck of uh, mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes and, yeah. and Watson. Like, this is so, no, two separate two things. Two separate things. Yeah. Houdini so, and the Genie. Yeah, which gets to your point, Connor. You got these people that submitted decks, right? Mm-hmm. That they built themselves, Houdini and the Genie. And all of a sudden, you got to put out to a thousand people to let them rip it apart. That's yeah. tough, man. So I, I that was what I experienced the first time we play tested was like I had to. There's this. I follow this board game podcast, and the whole thing is like you have to be willing to kill your darling. You do basically, you be ready and, to and you have just... to emotionally prepare yourself for potentially the what core you of your thinking? game to be ripped out. Yes, and if not that, for your idea to be like totally, totally ripped to shreds. Yes, exactly. There was an interesting uh, thread on Reddit today about like games that had intended to be just entirely different themes. Yeah. That El Grande oh. was about the Trojan War originally okay. and stuff like that hmm. where it was like in the process of creating it they actually went an entirely different direction. And that's so hard to do. Like, oh my gosh. It's, I can't imagine because you have an idea in your head you have a vision and now somebody else that's not you that has seen maybe just some an hour just some smuck in Rockford <laughs> has seen your game for an hour and is like you know what this is dumb you know yeah. and so I, gotta, I get it gotta you gotta be ready for this so yeah that's to be tough mm-hmm. for those guys um, and I like I said I enjoy the playtesting because I like seeing what they're coming out with you know and they're even doing I debated how much to say about this they're even taking the unmatched system and moving it in a different direction and mm. pushing that out to the playtesters as for well. a new design for a new design oh okay interesting cool. that is very so they're even they're letting us really they're giving us the keys to the car and they're saying hey yeah, we wow. want to we want to do this um and they just sent out the next round of that that will be from june 1st to june 13th so that's how long we have to play test this we got to get oh. in two play tests in the next two weeks which is nice okay. normally that's two weekends it's not yeah. bad they have done it to us before which i think is kind of weird where they'll send it out on a Friday and go, we need this done immediately by Monday. And no, that no. is a very weird playtest request that I've, 
I've not been able to meet for them. Hmm. Okay. You know, and but they have a large enough group they can handle it. They'll find enough people. They'll find enough right, people. Right, if you say no, it's not going to totally hurt And I, I'm okay, I can say this now, that they did that for the um, Marvel stuff that came mm-hmm. out recently. Redemption. For some reason, I, there must have been a timeline for the deadline for the IP for something was running out where they had the decks so far along, but they weren't quite happy with it mm-hmm. that they had us play test in three days, which... Yeah. They don't do very often, but they have. Yeah. It seems to be with the Marvel IP stuff that they, or any of the other IP stuff, where they really kind of push it quick. Right. Um, well, but, that's a whole added layer. I, I told them that you. I mean, you sign NDAs, right? Uh we no, we don't sign NDAs, but we okay. are. We are. They do tell us like, hey, do not say anything. You can't do podcasts or anything There's about an it. There's an unspoken. There's an unspoken thing. So everything I'm saying right here, as you can tell, is totally public information. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. I'm not saying telling you anything new. Um, but yes, you're right. You're not allowed to. Dissolve. I'm not. I'm not allowed to tell you what they're doing with the way they're shifting. I'm not allowed to tell you. Sure. I can say things like, they're going to come out with more IP of Marvel. And I, I think everybody knows that. Every, Shakespeare and Houdini. Like that was a exactly. Big yep. So I, I even I think I ask you about that. Yeah, so. and I even think the um, Rosie the Riveter was another public announcement that they did. Yes. So I can talk about that. But you're right. I've seen. I've seen decks I can't talk about, yeah. you know, which is very frustrating. They have great ideas in the pipeline for years to come. This yeah. game will live very long for them. I mean, what, they raised $100,000 on a storage solution that they did on GameFound oh, that wow. they launched this week? I mean, to oh, store I yeah, to store the unmatched game, they raised $100,000. They have over a million decks in circulation as far as being published. This wow. game will be fine. You know... You've convinced me. I'll buy it again. No, 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 <laughs> no. I, I, I love it's, it. It's so it's so interesting to hear about that part of the process because you know we've mm-hmm. had these thoughts and you know I have a just a absolute not even a fetus like a zygote of an idea of a game. No, right? it's a fetus. It's a okay. It's a, All right, we'll make it a fetus. fetus. It's a fetus. Um and. But there's no prototype or anything, so we we can think of like, oh yeah, wouldn't it be cool if a game did that or whatever? Did but this. To, to talk to you about like what it looks like to get someone's stuff and to yeah to play it just to toy around with it but on that almost meta level of like yes. yeah I'm playing the game yep. but I'm yeah and remember and I'm remember you got to think about we're getting I know you can't see it on can't see it on a podcast but we're playing with cards like this so we are printing our own cards right mm, they're, yeah. they're not providing us cards they're like here's no a PDF art, very no art text. yeah no art very little text you get a color and you get I mean it is very analytical how we're mm. playing this game and then it's so cool to see that go into the final product where you're like oh my gosh here's the art here's the boxing right. here's all the packaging you've seen it done. from the genesis but we, to yeah the... yeah but we are playing it at the very crux the analytical mathematical breakdown yeah. of yeah. the game it's like one of those blind goes. date game shows from back in the day it is like, yeah uh number two yeah that's let's bring it up <laughs> sure and i in there like i said the biggest thing and connor you already know this but like being able to take that feedback and restoration games does that mm-hmm. and roll with it and make changes because I still another yeah. card they did, and I don't know if you remember this one. They did Achilles heel for Achilles, mm. and if you lost combat on that particular card as a defensive card, you had to discard your whole hand. Oh, which in un, which in any game is terrible, right? Yeah. I don't even have to tell you that. Like if you had to get rid of your whole like five six card hand, it's terrible. That's real bad. They listened to the community. They realized it was bad. They switched the card up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, getting that and now Achilles actually is a I like I can't remember what they made as the final version, but it is a good card and it's a good character. And because one a couple cards can sink a character very fast mm-hmm. in a match, it really can. And that's that's a great point that you bring up is that any game, any mechanic, any card, any specific part of it 
could be the killer. It of, could be the killer thing, yeah. and it's interesting that it's the Achilles. Yeah, I know, right? The Achilles heel is the killer. Achilles <laughs> heel <laughs> was the Achilles heel of Achilles. Uh, it's super meta there, but um, yeah, I guess that's kind of the advice, right? We have a question uh, here of like, what what advice would you give? And you kind of already answered it. Yeah. Like, be willing to to take that feedback and and yep. actually do something with it, and know that like. This isn't a personal attack at against your idea. you. Yeah, and they're yeah. What's great is they're very, like I said, they're very open to it. It's not a personal attack in your idea. They're listening to. I mean, think about it. If somebody volunteers to be a play tester for your game, number one, they love your game. They're yeah. going to buy your product probably no matter what. But yeah. they also want it to be the best it can be sure. for you, for me, and I represent a fraction of their market. But there are other people out there that yeah. are like me. You know, they also probably want the same change. And all of a sudden they see this all come together. It's like, wow, there's, you know, a hundred play testers that say this card stinks. Maybe wow. guys, we should think about this, you know, because I mean, if you're, you're right. putting out a product for people to buy and your skin is so thin that you don't think like, like right. no, you, you, you want, might be in the wrong business. Yeah. You, might. you might be in the wrong <laughs> business. Might be. And I, I get it. If you're a designer and that's like your card you came up with, that's, that's hard. Tough. That's it's hard tough. to be like, man, I thought this was a good idea. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, because that'd be like us at our jobs somebody coming in and going you know what the hundred people do not like what you're doing here and you just kind of go okay i I will stop doing it Uh, do any like it (laughs) (laughs) you got a hundred dislikes and one thumbs up we are we got to do this This a bad ratio thanks mom but yeah they're they're pretty good as far as like time commitment to the you that two weeks time frame to do things they usually don't um you're doing it four or five times a year okay you know so i mean it's you know once again yeah it's it's a great experience i would anybody wants to play test anything for restoration games you can go sign up and awesome um, help out so yeah definitely definitely sweet thanks for all that uh, great info matt and for answering our questions that's a little bit on the the play testing side of things specifically with unnatural He, uh, Connor loves to not tell you he's recording, just like the U.S. government. And, uh, <laughs> that's right. And then... The government's hear, got better hear, things to do than that's record right. me. You'll hear the outtakes at the end. Yeah, we have like a little outro. Like, oh, I, yeah? I, I kind of say the same thing to people. Like People get so fired. Like, oh, they're listening. And it's like, I try to live my life just boring enough that like the poor guy who has to listen to me all day. It's like... Yeah, this guy's hey, talking uh, about board games again. I, really I know. Do not care. Hey, McGillicuddy, sorry again. I know it was another, <laughs> uh, another boring day in the office. <laughs> Where did that even come from? <laughs> the Levitar show. I stole oh. it. I, yeah, that's not I love it. That's not mine. You have oh, Cascadia? Yeah. I might hit you up to borrow that someday. Oh, you Don't sell should. it. Don't sell it. No, no, I won't. Okay, actually, good. It's a I actually won't. It's, a, it's, a, it's becoming a, a, a game that Wyatt can play. Yeah, my four-year-old, he has his own rules. He loves pine cones. Uh, he goes <laughs> fine, pine it's fine. Big time for the pine cones. But, uh, pine for the pine yeah. cones. Okay. What do you think? Do? Let's, let's, kick let's, us in? Yeah, kick let's us roll in? it right. off. Start it off. All right. <laughs>